Welcome to the Reseller Entrepreneur, the podcast for reseller hobbyists eager to turn reselling into a successful business. Learn from Mike and other reseller entrepreneurs as they share their experiences and tips on running an online business. Here's your host, Old Fashioned Mike. Welcome to the show. So it's been, so remember we're doing this every other week. So today is the, what, 4th of November. I'm actually recording this on the 2nd, so that's why I had to think about it. But I hope I'm not a little bit late to the game. Um, but as you can imagine, uh, eBay just went through their seller update. And so I want to kind of cover that because um, if uh, you haven't heard already and if you haven't experienced it, it is hell it is uh, it is probably the worst update that has happened in a very long time now i know other youtubers and podcasters have talked about this so you know i, I might give a little spin on it but if you're not familiar with what happened um they decided to enter the when i say they ebay decided to enter in the item specifics for a lot of categories. And, uh, and if you're a reseller of clothing, you are already used to this. And so no big deal. Cause it's, it's already happened. And so, you know, you're okay. Probably maybe a few here and there, but, um, if you are a seller of collectibles, specifically ephemera or, or postcards or photographs or other things, you have noticed that they decided that you need to add item specifics and they decided to also change the categories at the same time. So it has been a disaster. And, uh, so, um, you know, <laughs> interesting is I, I didn't notice, uh, the drop in sales and this happened on October 12th where they basically just rolled out these changes and, um, it started to wreak havoc, but I was on my way here, if you remember. So, uh, here in Florida from Massachusetts. And so I didn't really notice it. So, um, good thing is, is that, um, kind of a lot of the dust settled by the time I, I kind of noticed, you know, and my, my store was on vacation mode. And so, which worked very well, but, um, my sales went way down and I just attributed it to me for the long shipping times and, and so it ended up not being the fact that I was on vacation. <laughs> it ended up being the fact that they roll out this seller update, and it just it, essentially I came back, and there was eleven thousand of my nineteen or twenty thousand listings. Uh, eleven thousand of them required me to change the item specifics, and um, part of the problem was is that the specifics they were all over the map. They moved fields, and oh, it was just a disaster. Um, and the biggest thing actually, and actually I did not have this problem. So other resellers have, but they were giving away for collectibles. They were giving away gallery photos for free. And what ended up happening is they ended up charging you. Um, now, fortunately that didn't hit me because frankly, I didn't notice they were free. So, <laughs> so I kind of got lucky. My inattention to detail in this case uh, worked in my favor. That usually doesn't happen, but sellers were hit with thousands of dollars and charges. So, so the gallery photos were like a dollar, um, and people thought they were free. And so people with maybe 10 and 15,000 listings, you know, got hit with massive amount of, uh, charges for eBay. Now I'm sure, I'm sure they fixed that. I don't know. Cause frankly, I don't use gallery photos anyway. Uh, certainly I'm not going to use them now if they charge for them, but, um, 
I wasn't using them. And so I didn't notice, but some people were hit with 20 and $30,000 bills. And, and that is massive. You, I mean, that really would frankly put me out of business, probably put a lot of you out of business as well. Now, of course, I'm sure the eBay has reversed it. I haven't heard that they haven't reversed it, but I suspect they have. But check your bills just to make sure, okay? So if you um, so if you have any massive charges, all of a sudden uh, you see massive charges in your store, then you know jump on that and, and call eBay and have them reverse them. And definitely you want to bulk edit those to change them to no longer have gallery photos. Now, I don't know how to bulk edit that selection. You can, usually you can bulk edit your item specifics, but in this case, gallery selection, I don't think you can. Uh, you know, I might be wrong on that one. Uh, check it out yourself, but um, but definitely give eBay a call so, and check your bills. But the big thing also is they've divided the postcards specifically into topographical and not topographical cards. So topographical in this case means topology, meaning, you know, a location and non-topographical is everything else. And, and they've then scattered stuff all over the map about where, um, to, uh, add your item specifics. So, and, and the specifics that you did have where they did go. Now they have said, um, in the media, I guess. And they have also said to me is that they're going to correct some of these errors and supposedly they've already started that. I have not seen that. Um, but it's been a disaster. Now, the fortunate thing is that, um, since they've done something, uh, it, it is seemed to reverse and my sales are back up. Um, but this leads me to the next topic or the, or the main topic is that I need you. I don't need you. You need to go and one, go download all of your listings and then change those item specifics that you can, and then re-upload those. And if you don't know how to do that, there's tons of YouTube videos on how to do that. So you don't need to hear from me, but you basically download them in an Excel spreadsheet. You make all the corrections and you upload it as a, um, a CSV file. And then that it'll update that automatically, which is great. Uh, it's been a little bit quirky with me, but, um, but it, it generally works. So, um, and that's a way to do that in bulk. And number two, and this is something that actually the auction professor, if you're not familiar with his YouTube channel, you should check it out. Um, he, he brought this up. So I credit, um, I'm crediting him to, for this discovery, but actually I've done this before in the clothing space when I actually had, uh, uh, a lot of clothing is, is that you want to refresh your listings. So you want to go in there and basically, uh, you know, end listings and sell similar. And that it'll import all your photos. It'll do everything it's supposed to do. And then you basically, you might make a few tweaks on some of your listings, but then push them out in bulks. And you can do this, um, uh, 200 at a time, right? And you should do that with your old listings. Cause what ends up happening is some of the changes, uh, from the, um, some of the changes from, from the seller update, um, this will reset that. And so it's, it's really helpful now before you do this and something that he also uh, talked about this. Um, and so I'll talk about as well is make sure that you have enough free listings to do that because herein lies the problem. If you go over your limit inadvertently, uh, then you, um, what ends up happening is you're going to get charged for each one of those. And that's kind of a a hassle. So you got to make sure that you have enough listings 
um, uh, uh, available to you that if you update 200, a thousand or 10,000 or whatever, that you have enough in your hopper in, um, for free that you don't get charged. Cause you don't want, what I don't want you to do is do a massive refresh and then f- just figure out that, uh Oh, I've got a problem. Now, what you can do is you can also call eBay to do that refresh for you. I know some people do that. I've done that. I did that in the past. Um, but I found that when I did it, it's a true um, end in, uh, ending of one and then replacing it with the new one, even though it's all the same stuff. Now, it's going to get rid of the history of who looked at it, who your watchers and everything. But that's okay because if, if you have a bunch of watchers and they haven't done anything yet with that listing, they're not, gonna, they're not going to. So, or likely they're not going to. People don't actually watch something and then six months later decide to buy it generally. But just anyway, do yourself a favor. Make sure that you see if how many free listings you have so you don't push yourself over the limit inadvertently and then have a huge bill. So two things regarding your bill. One, check if you were uh, you were, had paid for the gallery photos and call eBay and get that bill changed. Two, check how many free listings you can have for the month and then end listings and sell similar. Now also remember when you do that, you go back and delete those out of the um, – unsold and not relisted area of your, of your seller hub. You got to do that too, because what ends up, what you don't want to do is uh, trust me when you sell similar, it's going to create a new listing, but you just want to make sure that you don't inadvertently create a a second listing for the same thing later on when you do this multiple times. So you got, you want to basically sell similar and then go back and then delete those old ones so that you don't, you don't mess up. Right. Okay. So do that. And what's going to happen, and it's happened for me too. And actually, uh, he's talked to a bunch of people. When I say he, the, the auction professor has talked to a few of his friends. And this refresh seems to actually have boosted sales. And I will tell you, I've done it um, for, uh, I'd say, about a 1,000 listings now. I'm still way behind on it. And I've seen a fairly large jump in the number of sales that I've made. Now, this is something I used to do when I was sold clothing too. And it does work. And actually it's, it's one of the, one of the things that I think it's, I'm going to try. And I think actually it will work because it did work in clothing is, is that if you do this on some old listings, maybe stuff that's been around for six months or maybe three months even is just do that, um, and see if it hits your sales. But I know right now it's been really pushing, um, my sales up. I mean, I've done very, very well so far this month. It's only the second. Well, right now as of recording, it's the second day of the month. It'd be four days out of the month when, by the time you hear this, but it's my sales have jumped pretty dramatically since I've done this. And so try it. Okay. And just, but, 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 but make sure that you have enough free listings to be able to do this. Now, if you're in the collectibles category, you get an extra 50,000 listings for free. So it's you, you most likely be fine if you're, if, but if you have a, a basic store or maybe even um, some of the higher level stores, you got to make sure just have those. So don't, don't do it if you don't have enough. Cause if you get a big bill, I'll feel bad. I don't want you, <laughs> I don't want you to do it. Right. So just make sure. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. 
Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Okay, so it also has given me a little boost, I think, and this is what I have no, I have no evidence of this, but I'm pretty sure that's true is, is that, um, I've added information to the listing. So that that has a natural refresh associated with it. And so, so between that and, and doing the refresh, um, then I, my sales have been up so far since I've done that. Now I did take a few days off uh, at the end of the last month, uh, decided to take a little bit of vacation for the weekend, uh, you know, took a Thursday and Friday off as well. And so my delay in shipping normally would have a pretty dramatic effect. It did not this time. So I did pretty well. So I encourage you to do all what I've just said, right? Okay, next topic. I've gotten a lot of requests for the spreadsheet that I talked about last week or two weeks ago. Um, Now, just a reminder, I was using QuickBooks and I found that QuickBooks was one, if you use the bookkeeper, one, very expensive, two, required a lot of detail that not only do you not need for your taxes, and now I'm not... a tax professional, but, but I will say is, is that my accountant didn't use the information I give him. He used most of the information I gave him, but he didn't use all the things that, um, that were required for QuickBooks. And the spreadsheet is basically free, not basically free. It is free. So all you need to do is have a Google account so that I could send you, um, access to that spreadsheet. And so then you can copy it into your Google drive and then you can start using it. Now it's, I, I can do it in Excel too. So if you need Excel, cause you don't have a Google account, no problem. I'll convert it to Excel for you and then send it to you. No problem. I have no problem with that, but a lot of people have asked for it. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm a little behind in sending those out. Um, and, uh, a lot of people are going through the website and a little bit behind the curtain here, that website I'm using Wix as a, a website builder and um, they use a CRM, a customer relationship management software behind the scenes that frankly isn't very good. Um, and so you're better off just sending me an email for now. I'm going to actually change the website to a different platform pretty soon. So, um, but uh, send me an email to Mike at uh, oldfashionedmike.com and I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just send it to you that way. So, um, now I do send it out for my personal account. Um, now long story, not, not a very interesting long story either. So I won't go into the details, but, but it comes from my personal account when I send it to you, no problem. Um, but just left FYI that if you, um, ask for the spreadsheet, I send it to you and it comes from me at my real name. Um, then no, it's, you know, it's okay. It's not spam and you're, you're okay to open it. And I do mention, uh, who I am in the email too. So it won't, the spam filters should be okay. But a lot of people like this spreadsheet. I, I, it worked out. I had to alter it a little bit because it has some personal information. But for the most part, uh, it's it's pretty easy to understand. And if, and if you have troubles understanding it, no problem. Just you know, send me an email and I'll try to explain it a little bit better. Okay, another thing, another topic uh, or a related topic actually is that um, if you are looking for supplies, and now I, I'm going to tell you this is not an affiliate link, so I'm just going to tell you I ran into a company that I save a ton of money on supplies, bagging supplies. So, uh, basically poly bags, uh, um, sleeves for collectibles, things like that. And they sell, they sold for, um, pennies, uh, for literally penny or two, uh, per uh, sleeve. 
which is like maybe half, if not, yeah, about about to half the price of what I was getting on Amazon. Uh, the The company's name is Bags Unlimited. Um, it's bagsunlimited.com. Go there. Again, not affiliate link. They don't know I'm saying this. I'm just telling you, though, part of the big thing is to control your expenses. And one of the big expense, of course, is supply. The more you sell. Now, depending on if you send the supply with the actual item when you sell it, presumably if you have poly bags, you're mailing them in in there. So so the poly bags that you would normally spend uh, a, a fortune on on eBay, a little bit less of a fortune on Amazon, but this place is cheap. I mean, really cheap. So use them. Okay. Again, I get nothing out of it. I'm only, I'm only doing it because, you know, I'm trying to help you control your expenses. And, and if you control your expenses, much, much easier to become a profitable business. Another topic, uh, it seems like that this podcast has been a little bit successful or maybe other podcasts and view two channels have been successful. Uh, and it's, Competition for buying bulk items on eBay is getting really stiff. I am not able to get nearly the volume of new inventory that I was getting for on eBay. And I think largely because a lot of us are out there saying how, how we source and, um, you know, Hey, listen, all power to you. totally get it. Um, eBay is probably one of the better sources to get additional inventory and just to go back, uh, in time a little bit what I do and what I've said that you should do is look for large purchases that you can make of bulk items on eBay from people who maybe are collectors or even in the clothing space, you can do this well, cause I've done it. Um, you buy people who are going out of business and then you buy in bulk and then basically part it out. And so the money is in parting out things rather than going for the home run every single time, getting a single or double, you know, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times a day is um, just as good. Certainly more work, but just as good as if you're going to make a thousand dollars a day, it doesn't really matter to me anyway, whether or not I sell a hundred items or one item other than the shipping, of course, that's uh, labor, but you know, profits profit in my, in my book, it's the whole farming mentality that we push here. But long story short, competition is getting rough and finding those bulk items are getting a little bit more difficult. So I've moved to some other categories, still in the collectible space, still in the paper space, but um, different areas, cabinet cards, Victorian trade cards, photographs, photographs have been kind of interesting, old newspapers. I I recently bought a big bulk lot of, uh, of contracts, um, mortgage contracts, believe it or not, from like uh, the UK and the U.S. Uh, that are from the 1800s. Um, I've gotten a lot of old maps, you know, things like that. So I'm starting to move into different categories that are not quite as crowded. And actually, this is diversification, which is great, but overall, overall not uh, deviating from the strategic direction of collectibles as my marketplace or as my market space. Excuse me. Rather than being all over the map, it still lends itself to the same things we always talk about. You know, cheap shipping stuff that you can charge for shipping relatively few sizes. Uh, so you don't, you're not, uh, constantly spending money on supplies. You'll, you'll use once a year, easy storage, low acquisition costs has all the benefits of the postcard area. And so, you know, again, something to take a look at. I know we're going to, I'm going to run into you guys there too. (laughs) So that's okay. 
Um, I have a secret weapon. A lot of people don't really do this, but, uh, you know, there is something called bid slammer and other bidding tools that you can get that will go in and basically snipe auctions. Uh, they're still legal to use. And so, um, while they're legal to use on eBay, I'm going to continue using them. But ultimately what you want to end up doing is, uh, finding other sources besides eBay because eBay will dry up or it goes ebbs and flows. Really. You're going to, you're going to get tons of inventory and then nothing, and then you'll get tons of inventory, then nothing. And I think we're in the nothing phase right now because I'm seeing a lot of competition. I'm getting outbid for stuff and people are overpaying for things, which is good and bad. Uh, good is because when it comes back on as relisted, they can't afford to sell it, um, as uh, cheap as they normally would because their buy cost is high. The bad thing, of course, is that it's reduction of, of possibilities of inventory. Now, I have a t- so much inventory, I don't know why I'm buying at all. Uh, <laughs> it's starting to get to the point where, uh, you know, uh, my my back stock, which would normally be called dead pile in the in the old clothing days, is probably more a resemblance of, of a, uh, a death pile uh, than, uh, than in the past. So one of the things I've also kind of looked at is seeing you know, I've, I've heard, I listen to YouTubers and they talk about how they have 500,000 items they can't even list. And so I've been reaching out to them and seeing if they would be willing to sell directly. So the point is be creative, be flexible and, um, buy well. Now, one of the things also I've been talking about in the past is, is giving yourself other outlets, other markets to sell and, uh, having an automated, automated way to sell, um, so that you don't have to delist things. And, and we talked about a Shopify or a Wix store and using a, some sort of, of card to say, well, you know, next time go directly to my website. Now you could have that website just directly point back to eBay. Um, but you want people to go to your items. So, um, you know, if you want to know how to do this, this is, it's, it's not something I can really talk about here because it's, you have to see it. Uh, or if you need help with it, please just reach out to me again. Just give me an email at Mike at old and I will certainly help you if I can, I could do it for you too. If I do it for you, I'm going to charge you though, just FYI. But so it's easy though. You can do it yourself. You don't really need me to do it, but if you want to, you know, I have no affiliate link at all, so I'm not making any money off this, but, uh, just, uh, you need to have another outlet. And I would say those are the two best options at this point. One's a little bit easier. And what I would suggest you do is you, you create kind of an environment where people can go not only to buy your items, but also find out about items, um, from not necessarily ones you carry sometimes, but just in general. So if you're a clothing seller, you might want to, you can create a fashion blog, um, on your website. And that what's good about that is that people can go there and read and read and read. And then what you can do is then link to some of the items you want to sell or just, you know, if they have, if they're already on your site anyway, and they're reading about stuff, uh, about let's say fashion, um, then they would go to your site and then they, they could pop into your store. And that's great. I, I choose mine to point at eBay. Now it doesn't really point there. I use a extension that makes it so it's my site, but it's basically feeding off of the eBay listings and it's all connected. So if you sell it on your site, then it really, you're selling on eBay and they just don't know. And I do this because, uh, you know, I don't want to have to worry about collecting sales tax. So I rather just, you know, point it back to eBay, let them do it. Now, maybe that'll change in the future. Um, but for now, that's what I do. It's easy to do. I can show you how to do it. I can talk to you to do it. I could even do it for you, but just, um, you know, reach out. So just like always this, this episode has been all over the place. Um, but there's some takeaways here. So the takeaway is of course, is to, to go into your eBay store and, um, and optimize it by doing a refresh 
updating all your item specifics, uh, whether they're required, of course you have to do it, or whether or not they're recommended, but do them all, do the refresh, and uh, and then give yourself other outlets to sell. So that's really kind of in a very, very high level nutshell about, about what today's show is about. So that is it. Thank you very much for joining me. And listen, go to the website and, uh, you know, listen to old episodes, reach out for me for anything, support our sponsors, which few I have. And the most important thing, get to reselling. Talk to you soon. Bye. episode has ended, but your journey towards turning your reselling hobby into a business doesn't have to. Head on over to oldfashionedmike.com for more information and tips on running a successful reselling business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Until next time.